Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. You know, I think maybe we're just going out and playing hockey a little more versus the full strategy of it and maybe a little more of a five-on-five mentality. And also, I think couple better bounces I think obviously that helps a lot and get a couple you get some momentum and, and get going with it so yeah it's definitely been better and I think uh, it's a big part of our, our win last game you know what you can do Josh you can tell Jeremy and Joe they're officially like kind of off the hook for when a when a show hour starts up again it's <laughs> 13 <laughs> minutes in <laughs> to the one o'clock hour, hey, and we're just getting back. It's partially my fault. I mean, it, it, it I'm, it's absolutely mine. <laughs> you could say it's mine too. I mean, it is mine. I am the host. I am the one that. Yeah, we'll, we'll start. I we'll rename off. this the late for the break show, like the morning show used to be. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, <laughs> hang on, hang on. You, me, and everyone else in the world knows I ain't got nothing on Howard. That's fair. On any subject ever. Except for eating fruits. I got him beat to a tea, baby. A lot of people do. I, I, I eating peanut school, butter, probably. I can school him <laughs> on fruits. On eating apples, boy. He has eaten watermelon now, though. Yes, but does he enjoy it? Probably not. Exactly. Like, just because he's tried something. Like, no, man. I've not, I've, I've, <laughs> I will never forget that one. Jeremy eating a hard-boiled egg for the first time. And Howard, Ooh. in a form of solidarity, has apple slices. And he is legitimately struggling through that. <laughs> I enjoy apples too. No, I, I how, do too. No, I love apples. It's just I don't know how someone can sit there and say apples are bad. No, same with like, hard boiled eggs. He, he in didn't, that same. Well, I mean, something you don't like, you don't like. Yeah, but Howard, no, know, Howard finding something that he didn't like. Oh, and I, eating yeah, it in yep. a, in an act of solidarity. But me seeing somebody struggle through eating apples is a yeah. memory I will never forget. And then I put the imperial march to the music when Jeremy had to eat the egg. <laughs> Did I do any favors? No, not at all. <laughs> Anyways, the Sports Talk Saturday, Derek Kramer, Josh Schmidt, Evans on the board, and um, we had a conversation a legitimate half hour ago Yep, <laughs> about the Sabres and what to do with Casey Middlestat. And I teased that I was going to have my response to you about what happens if you do trade Casey Middlestat because you're trying to talk everyone off the ledge of trading the player that is absolutely at this point slotted in as a second-line center in the National Hockey League. But I have your answer for you. The counter is this. Based on his offensive capabilities, you have a second-line center waiting in the wings, Mm -hmm. and he languishes on your fourth line. 
Yep. Peyton Krebs. Peyton Krebs has been almost exclusively this year on lines with Kyle Poso, Eric Robinson, and Zemgus Gergensens. And Oposo has been elevated up the lineup, even as high as the top line. For most of the year. For good <laughs> parts of the year. Right. Probably ever since Eric Robinson's arrival. Yep. Because he's been more of a fourth-line mainstay. Victor Olsen doesn't even draw into the lineup. Hey, you know a player that loves feeding people that are, find, that are finding space? Why don't you give him the player that is good at finding space? Yeah. I... So... It's you have Krebs, you have Savoy, you have these two big time names that were acquired in different ways, but both relatively well hyped up. Hyped means nothing if you can't get them into the lineup, and it's not through any fault of their own. Krebs is over those last six games when he was elevated up the lineup, you started to really see the playmaking capabilities coming out in him and actually shining creating chances, limiting chances against because of the fact that they have the puck, they are attacking. Him with Benson and Paterka was actually a very solid group that was generating and just not finishing. The pass he makes to Owen Power where he's behind that, surveying, surveying, finds Power, and Power is able to find the screen, perfect play shot, helps you win the game. Then there was also against Tampa too, or maybe it was Florida. Krebs is going in behind the net. On his way through, before he gets around the net, passes it out in front to a streaking Zach Benson. Benson, I, I don't remember what happened. He either got broken up or Benson couldn't get a clear shot off. But, but it was still vision, the his idea. Vision. His yeah. vision is there, mm-hmm. and you need to utilize it. And one of the ways that, unfortunately, you have to talk about with utilizing a player like this is getting rid of part of the pecking order ahead of you. Because unlike Middlestat, Krebs has shown that he can't really play wing. Middle stat can. So you need to move some of the log jam. And especially because those two are players that are very similar. And I'm not saying that you trade Casey Millstat just for the sake of Peyton Krebs. I'm saying if you trade him, that is one of the benefactors. Mm-hmm. Along with your prospects. Because otherwise, you're wasting a talented player on the fourth line. You're wasting him. Has it have his defensive metrics been good? Yes. But it's just what good is that for a young player who still you have plenty of team control with? But Krebs is gonna be Krebs is twenty three. Middle stats twenty five. Mm-hmm. At some point players do ultimately become what they are. You're having a chance to really not I'm not gonna say ruin, but you're almost shaping a different destiny of a player who looked poised to become one of your fixtures in your top six. Well, yeah, I mean, he was a centerpiece when you were acquiring or when you were trading away your best player. Your centerpiece. Right. So he was a big part of that trade, but he hasn't been used as that. And I get it. Sometimes you can't use guys like that because, you know, it's – they're not what they were billed to be. But Peyton Krebs doesn't really seem to be that case. It seems to be like Peyton Krebs 
is just being utilized the wrong way. Peyton Krebs can be something good if he's put in the right position. Whereas, you know, in previous trades, Vladimir Saboka, for example, wasn't as good as he was advertised. And it was thought about Tage Thompson that way for a long time, too. But then Tage Thompson gets put in the right role and given time to develop, and boom, there he is. He's the best player on your team. Exactly. So I'm not saying Krebs is going to be that, but it's the same idea of you either have something there and you know you have something there or you don't. And it's something that Brian Colziel brought up in the first hour, which is having too much of the same thing. Yep. And I think that a pass-first playmaking player who is best on the perimeter, you have two of the similar things. And Casey Middlestead didn't start really turning around until no last year. Well, yeah, last year. His age 24 season. Mm-hmm. And Peyton Krebs is languishing on the fourth line in his age 23 season. So it is looking like you almost have carbon copies of the same dynamic. They're not the same player. Krebs obviously plays the bad guy a lot better than Casey Middlestad ever right. could. Which is great, though. I mean, it's something that you kind of like to see out of a... He's got a little bit more guy. edge. Right. But... That's not a deterrent to Casey Middlestad either. It's just not his game. He didn't happily adopt that sort of thing because he was never put in that situation either. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Peyton Krebs has has had plenty of time on the fourth line. He's had to act a little bit differently in those sorts of situations. But it just comes back to the point of making sure that if you are trading Casey Middlestad, you're getting something different in return. Because if you trade him for basically a redundant good of another skilled player who works best on the perimeter and is a playmaking guy, you have made that trade for nothing. Other than just saying Casey's not it. And that's all that is. So if, my big thing is this. You need to make a decision with him. Because if he goes into this next season with like a, a bridge deal or like a, you know, just a qualifying offer or something like that, mm-hmm. something Elliot Friedman said, it's not going to sit well. Because right. I'm seeing all these other players getting paid. Why am I not? Right. Exactly. So for his sake, it also is a little bit of a peace of mind issue, too. I look at the other other shoe here, though, of this is technically a contract year. And something I would affectionately call the Drew Stafford special. Hmm. Yeah. Playing really well for one year, getting a big deal, and then going back to the average. And we don't know necessarily what the average is with Middlestat anymore. Right, because he's been very up and down, partially because of development, partially because of a few injuries here and there. Partially because Ralph Kruger destroyed everyone. Yeah, that really set things back, didn't it? You know what? The Man. NHL, you know what the NHL should have done when Ralph Kruger was done being a Sabres coach? Hey. Publicly executed. <laughs> rest of the NHL, fantasy draft time. Sabres are now a... Incoming expansion team, they get to pick from your team because Ralph Kruger was so mean to them. So you can pick you have the Sabres now have the pick of the litter of the rest of the league. Because I just, Ralph Kruger was mean. Yeah, no. Ralph Kruger <laughs> needs to be tried for crimes against hockey. Yes. Um, here's a scenario for you. So Kevin Adams has said, you know, doesn't want to trade Casey Middlestat for futures in terms of prospects, picks, things Which like that. Which is good. Right. Here's the scenario. Every other team is only offering you those as your returns. You're not getting a player that'll help you right now. You're not getting an NHL-ready player, even that's 
doesn't have a contract, what would you do if you're Kevin Adams? Would you say, okay, well, if this is all that we're getting for him and we don't want to sign him, I guess we're going to have to trade for long-term assets and then maybe try to flip those assets. That's exactly what you'd have to do. You're not doing anything else other than that at that point. Mm -hmm. I just, it's more or less, you have to find the way to determine what you're, what he is to you. And if the only offers you're getting are futures, then you have to have that answer of, are we trading him because we just absolutely want to, or are we trading him because it's the best offer that we can get? And if that's the way you're approaching it, then he's not a member of your long-term plan anyway. Right. But at the same time, if it comes down to all we're getting are prospects and and picks, do you come to the conclusion of, hey, what if we try to shop some of our prospects and keep Middlestat? Can we make it work with him here and then just ship other guys out for those future players that we need right now? And filling those holes with the prospects that you have. Right. So again, that's the answer uh, to Kevin Adams and Kevin Adams alone of, where does he fit? Mm-hmm. Is he a part of our long-term plans? Because if he's not, then you have to make the deal no matter what the deal is. But if he is, then you have to find a way to fill the holes on this team a little more aggressively than you have been because what you've done ain't it. Personally, and you, have one, and you really do legitimately have one solid offseason mm-hmm. to figure all of this out. Yeah. And personally, like I said, I would like to see Casey stay. But the more we've talked about it, the more I've kind of talked myself out of it because of – the needs that the team has, what they currently have in the system and on the team itself with Peyton Krebs being a factor. Krebs can easily slot into your third-line role and play with a guy like Zach Benson and Jordan Greenway. It's not the perfect line you want him in, but it's more offensive. And that's that's with a health that obviously with a healthy, healthy Jack Quinn because Quinn would be with right. Paterka and Cousins in that scenario. And then you have a fourth line of Gergensen's or Gergensen's Ukposo Robinson. By the way, you mentioned the uh, the Jeff Skinner thing, and we talked more about this off air. Mm-hmm. But you were like, okay, the cap hit though. Like, if you retain fifty percent of that salary, yeah. And I'd realized something about the cap situation with the Sabers. Uh, there's four point seven five coming off of the uh, cap this year anyway. Victor Olson. Yep. And he's not been playing much of a game at this point. Yep. Goodbye. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of an easy one. That's an easy departure yeah. at that point. Though. And then it's also. You're probably not going to bring back both Ocposo and Gergensen's again. No. You're probably not going to bring back, well, maybe you'll bring back Jacob Bryson. I will let someone push me full speed on one of these rolly chairs into a wall if we bring back both Ocposo and Gergensen's again. It's on the air. It, it's it been uh, documented. Yep. Remember that July 1st. Yes. Um, I will go full crash test dummy with a rolly <laughs> chair. But the other thing is, too, you get all that off, you have – Currently, $7 million in cap space, but Darlene's contract kicks in this offseason. Powers' contract kicks in this offseason. So that right there, I mean, Powers' contract alone is $8 million, and Darlene's is $5 million more. So there's $13 million right there that you're adding, but at the end of the day, the Sabres are still under the under the cap by about $5 million after the guys that are leaving are leaving and so on and so forth. And that's why there's no realistic world of a Jeff Skinner trade as of right now. Right, which I'm I'm at the it's not that I don't Thanks, like, Jason. Yeah, right. But it's not like I don't like Skinner's production. He's been fine. I this mean, has been a very down year for him and yes, it's unfortunate. But I mean, personally I still think he's 
there's been moments where it looks like he's recovering from Ralph Kruger still, and that was three years ago. Um, but, I mean, Skinner's got 19 goals, 17 assists, 36 points in 52 games in a season where the offense for the entire team was down. So I don't really know if it's if it's necessarily just Skinner. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think it's like, hey, the whole team has that issue scoring. It's just one of them is making a lot more money than the rest of them. Yeah, and it's more of his contract situation than his actual playing situation. Right. Because, yeah, at the end of the season, he might be at, like, 50-some-odd points. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Honestly, he's actually got to be a point per game to actually get to his usual range. Right. Um, with 23, 22, 23 games left. 23 games left. Yeah. And, yeah, he would pretty much have to be close to a point-a-game player to get to 50. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think – like, you're right, though. I don't think the Skinner conversation trade-wise will come up for the, a couple years. Still. Yeah, you can't. Like, it's just not something that you're going to get. Like, usually – Skinner comes in around 50 to 63 points as a consistency. 63, I say that number particularly because he's done that four different times. But I also say try it now just because you want to see what you can get because I don't think he's going to necessarily get better as he gets older. He's 31, and he's got, after this year, three years left on the deal. But the good news is is that what is the first thing that usually declines uh, on a a hockey player? Skating? Physicality attributes. Okay. Jeff Skinner is not that. Right. That's true. Swift skating, agile, and very different with his feet mm-hmm. than your typical hockey player. So he will have a style of game that keeps him in the league comfortably throughout the entirety of his contract. True. All right. We got to take a break. We'll come back, get things wrapped up, so to say, for the rest of the show. And um, and more or less keep teeing you up here for more of the Sabres having two games this weekend against the Vegas Golden Knights and the Winnipeg Jets, both at home at KeyBank Center. Today against Vegas, that one will have a 7 o'clock face-off tonight. And the only way you'll hear Dan Dunleavy and Robbery on the call is listening to it right here on WGR. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.